This is the Confidence Company Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Padigos, and this show is dedicated to activating your potential so you can live your fullest life from the inside out. Come with an open mind and let's get started. Welcome to the Confidence Company Podcast. And today we're welcoming a special guest. We have a copywriting expert, a fellow Kelsey. Kelsey, (laughs) foremost, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, fellow Kelsey. I am so happy to be here. Yay. And first, like really important question. How many times have people called you Chelsea? (laughs) Oh my gosh. You'll understand this better than anyone. So I get Chelsea and Kelly, but the funniest thing is Starbucks, how many different spellings there are of Kelsey now, because you spell it the correct way, K-E-L-S-E-Y. But I have seen so many weird ass spellings of our name, but my favorite ever was K-E-L hyphen the letter C. So I decided if I ever become a rapper. Yes, I was a rapper for sure. That's for sure it. Yeah. That would totally make sense with like your line of work. Like mm-hmm. new course for you is like teaching copy through rapping. That's you know I- what? You might be onto something because <laughs> I feel like it would like it would get people listening, right? Like right. instead of just delivering another dry course like most do, like marketing courses. God, that just sounds so gross. But maybe this is a good, this is a good new way of delivering knowledge through right. rapping another generation or something. <laughs> awesome. Well, yes, we're going to be talking all about the importance of copy and how, to, <laughs> how to use your words effectively, which I think is just not, it's like a metaphor for life. It is. It right? absolutely is. Oh my God. Hit the nail on the head already, Kelsey. So I think that that is something that people don't realize holds them back from writing copy for their business. Also, by the way, is it cool if I just level set like what is copy, what is copywriting, just so everybody gets it? Cool. Please do. So copy is anywhere that there are words that describe you, your brand, or your business. So it's like businessy words, anywhere on your website, your marketing emails, your social media profiles, your bios, your podcast intros, anywhere there are words that represent you, your brand, or your business, that is copy. Copy writing, though, is not just writing words for your business. Copy writing is the art and science of using those words to get a reader to take a desired action. So copywriting is really like a way of thinking more than it is a way of writing, which is why I'm so excited to talk to you today because a lot of it has to do with confidence and being confident in what you are sharing with the world, really believing that what you're doing, what you're selling has value and communicating that value to people who already want to pay you. That's the secret of writing good copy. You're solving a problem that already exists. You're just letting people know how you solve it and why they should choose you over your competition. So copy, anywhere there are words for you, your brand, or your business. Copywriting, using those words to get people to take action. Ta-da! We did it! So good. 
So I had the pleasure of taking your copy class, which I highly recommend. And what I loved about that, something that you spoke in there was that copy isn't just words, but it's like the words that you speak. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, that moment just really like turned on a light bulb of like how powerful coffee is. And now I like see everything through (laughs) eyes of coffee. I'm like, I I told you, I warn you in the class. I'm like, once you learn this stuff, you're going to see it everywhere. And you're so right. It's how you show up speaking. A lot of people don't realize that the way that you speak in your videos on Instagram, your reels, your, uh, your stories, like that's copy too. So, and it's how you present yourself. Copy isn't just words on the page or words on the internet. It's the words that you speak. It's what comes out of your heart. So, and I, I know I'm in the right place with the hippie woo woo crowd. (laughs) You guys will understand that. Words are energy. Words are magic. My company is Magic Words Copywriting. And I believe words are spells. They're magic spells. And you are calling into creation things every time you speak, even every time you think, right? Like you think words too. So really cleaning up the words that you use will benefit you whether you're in business or not. So good. Yes. You are totally in the right space because we talk about this a lot on the podcast and the power of your words and mm-hmm. the power of your thoughts and eliminating mm-hmm. detoxing like all the things that yeah. are like, out of integrity with the version of you you want to be in alignment with, right? And what you want to create in the world and what you want to see. So I love this so much. Um, tell us, I want to know more about your journey that got you here and like how you had that realization or an epiphany or like this knowing of how significant this is? I love this question. So fun fact, I actually was a successful actress for over 10 years and a screenwriter. And I was on TV shows like Modern Family and New Girl. I was in a movie with Zac Efron. The last job that I had was a Emmy-winning Netflix show called Zach and Mia. I was a recurring character on that. And I always love sharing that. At first, I felt kind of shamey sharing like, oh, I used to be an actress. And like, I totally did a 180 and chose a completely different career. But now it's like, that's my strength. Because I think a lot of people are very, very nervous to pivot into entrepreneurship or to change careers entirely or to leave a secure nine to five, whatever the thing that you've been doing for a while, right? That you've invested time, education, money in learning how to do this thing, but you have this low level crackly feeling of like, this ain't it anymore. It takes a lot of courage to listen to that intuition. So for me, I had been it was a very, very slow burn. Like I acting had been my dream since I was a little girl and I had like Broadway posters up in my room in high school. I thought I was going to be on Broadway musical theater. And then like the way that my career trajectory went, I fell into comedy and sketch writing and that was really fun. And I moved to LA and I was having all this success. And then after seven years in LA, I was like, you know what? 
it's not even the work. It's the lifestyle that isn't working for me anymore. I don't like feeling like other people are in control of my yes. I don't like feeling that other people, I have to get a yes from someone else in order to do the thing that I love to do. And slowly but surely over the course of, I would say two years, two years, it took me to make the decision of, you know what, this ain't it anymore. And that's okay. It can be a slow burn. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're not successful. It doesn't mean that you're failing. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything. It just means that you're taking exactly the amount of time it's going to take you to make the decision of how you want to fill your days. That's Mm -hmm. it. So it took me a couple of years and the, the long story short is that my best friend was a copywriter for a very famous, um, online educator named Marie Forleo. And she was like, Kelsey, you already write scripts and you already know how to make things entertaining. What if you applied that to copy and helping people in business? And it was like the cartoon light bulb went off over my head. And I was like, oh my God, this is exactly like a a melding of what I love. I love writing, but I also love, I love the feedback of people being like, oh my gosh, that sounds exactly like me. Or, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Or, wow, I really didn't realize this before. Or this made me think, right? And so what I noticed was in writing copy, especially for women in small business, what I noticed was, people were having incredibly emotional reactions just like they would have incredibly emotional reactions watching something on television or watching a movie that made them really think or made them really feel deeply, except it was about them. They were the main character energy, right? And it felt so much more fulfilling to hear that feedback of, oh my God, thank you for the first time. I feel deeply seen and heard in the echo chamber of the internet. And you, Kelsey, and this copy is what's making me feel that. And I've never looked back since. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful. I <laughs> about you. That is so awesome. And that makes so much sense as to why you have so much conviction and like just your knowledge of how powerful it is because you've been able to see it in different audiences, right? Yeah, that's such a good way of thinking of it. It's It really doesn't matter what business you're in. The thing that matters is, do you feel like the words that are out in the world that describe you are accurate? Do you feel like the world deeply understands the gift you're giving it? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, then look at your copy. It's a great place to start. Look at how you're speaking about yourself. (laughs) That's like the indicator, right? If you feel that you are confident speaking about yourself, you know that you're connecting with the right people. That's like such an incredible feeling. That's what we all want. And the thing is, is there are these almost scientific copywriting formulas and tricks and ways of thinking that will help you on your way to that feeling. Because a lot of people come to me and they're like, that sounds great, but I have no idea where to start. And it's so much easier than you think it is. 
it's not this giant uphill battle. It really can start small. Mm -hmm. So tell us why entrepreneurs need to care so much about this. Okay. Nerdy statistic first, right? First and foremost, but um, <laughs> nerdy statistic, businesses that invest in copywriting see 300% more conversions than businesses that don't. That means three times the leads, three times the sales, three times the opt-ins, three times everything, 300% better results just from changing your words. Your words cost you nothing to change. And yet you'll see 300% better results. So that is like the main reason, right? Like we're, we're in business because we want to make money. We want to support ourselves. Money is energy. The energy that you're putting out into the world is going to, it's going to determine the energy that you receive back. Money is energy. If you want to make more money, look at your energy. And if you want to adjust your energy, look at the way you're talking about yourself. So it's both, right? It's the science, it's the statistic, it's that 300% better conversions, but it's also the energy piece. Do you want to feel like you are being seen? Look at your words. Your copy is so important. And here's the thing. Once you dial it in, it affects everything. It's like tipping the first domino. Once you understand how you want to talk about yourself, everything falls in line. Your website, your social, your content strategy, your branding, your emails. Once you know how to talk about it, it's easy. It flows. Mm -hmm. It's so true. From taking your course, I really noticed that shift. And I, and like, I came from that place of knowing how important words are, but I just needed some, like a few tweaks, which you were able to give me in my mindset and to help me see certain things. And since then it's feel like I felt that internal shift of how much more confident I was in mm. how to actually get the message out. Right. Because ah. the way that I was thinking, I think I was, I was overthinking things because which is so common, Kelsey. Like it's so, so common. I really want to emphasize like that's everyone, right? So I talk about there are two camps of people who come to me, students or clients. One camp is deer in the headlights. And that's about 20% of people who just like are so freaked out by the idea of talking about themselves or selling that they just never start. They never launch anything. They have a graveyard of freebies on their desktop. They just never do anything with it. The other 80% are verbal vomiters. Mm -hmm. And these are the people who really, really want to show up. They really want to say the thing they want to say. And they over explain because they never quite feel like they're heard and seen. Mm -hmm. So all copywriting is doing is mining the gold nuggets out of that verbal vomit so that you can very quickly help people understand who you are, what you do, how you solve their problems, why you over the competition. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I love it. I love the process because it really does that process alone just helps you take the ickiness out of selling. Right. Oh, yes. The old, like what, whatever we've been programmed and conditioned to believe selling is and how to, how to do it. Yeah. It's like all that gets to come out. You get to leave like, cause it's like manipulation energy, but it's, yes. It's like, it's like um, I've been thinking about this obviously. And I, 
I believe that it it really shows up in recovering people pleasers who just didn't oh. right who didn't have the ability to express um, themselves and be yes. seen. So they kind of had to learn how to manipulate that. And yes. get, now it's showing up in their businesses and how they're trying to sell their product and how they're trying to sell their services and, and share their message. So I love that this process is, is helping people do that. Oh, completely. A big part of that is removing the apology for existence, mm. right? Like a big, big uh, light bulb moment for me in my journey. And I know this is a safe space to talk about this, but I have been doing a lot of codependency recovery and attending some Al-Anon meetings, which I highly recommend for anybody who is a recovering people pleaser. And one of the things that I didn't realize I was doing was kind of low level apologizing for bothering people. Hmm. Right. And once you eliminate that low level apology, especially out of your language and the way that, again, like the way you speak about yourself, um, it really, <laughs> it is magic. It shifts so deeply, um, when you no longer are apologizing for existing mm -hmm. and instead you start saying, you're welcome, you're welcome for me being able to help you with this problem that you have. You're welcome. in like a very genuine, beautiful way, right? right? Yeah. It's a completely different feeling in your body. It's a completely different feeling that you elicit from your clients or your customers. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So well said. And I totally am with you with the recovering from codependent patterns and all of that. I understand that. <laughs> so um, along with like getting community support, because you said you've attended those meetings like that, like what, um, what other tools and like um, mindset tips or, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Speak in my language. <laughs> yeah. What do you, um, what works for you? Like, what do you do when you have, um, or to keep your mind at its, at its best and where you want yes. it? Yes. Yes. Clearing the cobwebs is huge. So for anybody who doesn't know me yet, um, I am not only a copywriting expert, but I also am a mental health advocate and I have my own podcast called find your magic. And it's about the intersection of entrepreneurship and mental health. So Kelsey is referring to, um, these tools that I have found because I, and I know you, you relate to this, Kelsey. I felt like there were two camps. There was like the hippie woo-woo mindset people. And then there were the badass business bitches, right? And it was like, cool, cool. But I'm a little bit of both, right? Like I absolutely am a creative entrepreneur who wants to support myself financially with my business while also being sane and like not being burnt out. And still having space for that spirituality, that that really deeper part of me that needs to be seen also, just as much as the badass business copywriter does. Mm -hmm. So I set on a very intentional journey of finding these tools. And this is what works for me. Um, I also want to say a lot of you out there are probably overachiever types. So you're going to want to do all of these things at once. Don't do that. Just Pick one at a time and build like a few weeks at a time, add something, 
to the list if it works for you. And if it doesn't work for you, stop doing it. <laughs> so even that mindset alone of like, I don't have to do everything at once. I don't have to be a perfect, like balanced entrepreneur. Just that mindset shift. That's tool number one. <laughs> um, the thing that has made the biggest difference in my life is figuring out what I can do consistently because it doesn't matter what, how good of a practice it is. If I Kelsey foremost, can't do it on a consistent basis. Cause what I've learned about mental health practices is it's like compound interest in the bank, right? Like I need to be able to do something at least every week, if not every day in order to see the positive benefits. So for me, Yoga has been something that has been a consistent presence in my life since I was 12 years old. It gets me in my body. Um, embodiment is huge. Feeling present, um, noticing when your mind is wandering, uh, doing having an instructor move you through poses. It's like you have to be more present. It brings me back in a way that just um, like meditating or other things don't do. Um, I really like walks, but again, my mind can wander during walks. So uh, sunshine, walking, nature, great, but doing it with a friend is best for me because it keeps me present. Um, anything that keeps me present, anything that brings me peace. I also have um, something that I sort of made up for myself, which is my mornings are sacred. I call it sacred morning time. And it's at least 20 minutes. My partner knows he cannot bother me. Um, and I either have a book that I'm reading that's like a, a personal development book, or I'll listen to a meditation, something on YouTube, or I'll do the Calm app, whatever it is. It's at least 20 minutes of me time, quiet time that I am not allowed to look at emails. I'm not allowed to go on social media, like nothing that isn't sacred mornings. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing that I do, I can change it according to my mood. There's a freedom in it. it there's, it's not a rigid thing. So those are three things that <clears throat> have really helped me. Yoga, walking, but especially with friends and 20 minute morning sacred time. I love it. And I'm, oh, I feel like I found my soul sister because I totally get that feeling of, well, there's the, the healing world and there's the yeah. world. And that has been my journey as well to, to like blend the two yeah. very much, uh, very much supposed to be both. Mm. Um, okay. So coming back to, I've heard you say, um, how the attention span of people is going down and how, oh. <laughs> Boy, howdy, is it? If you're still here, go, go gold star. <laughs> right. So with that, like knowing that people's attention spans are going down, uh, what common mistakes do you see entrepreneurs making that could like help get people's attention onto them, onto their business? Great practical question. And the answer is learn how to write a good headline. Here's why 80% of people only read headlines. Also, Google weights headlines the most significantly when they are deciding whether you're an expert or not. So uh, learn how to write a good headline. A headline should capture attention. 
Um, it should be short. It should be clear, clear over clever. Um, and there are lots of copywriting headline tricks, which you know, because you've been in copy class. But if you guys are curious about how to write a headline, definitely DM me on Instagram at kelsey.writes. Um, and I also have a, what do I have for this? I have a, a subject line generator that is really, really helpful um, for headlines. Headlines affect everything. It's it's the thing that makes people decide whether or not they're going to give you your time and their time and attention. Um, they don't just go on your website, but they also are your subject lines. And they're also the first line of anything you put on social media. So, and that includes speaking. So if you know how to write a good headline or a good hook, you can use that, those formulas to say the very first thing that comes out of your mouth in stories. Big mistake I see people make is um, they waste the first second of stories saying like, hey guys, what's up? Just wanted to pop on. I'm already, I'm out, right? I'm out. But if someone says, I just found out I've been doing this huge mistake and I'm wondering if you do it too. Now I'm in, I'm in, right? It's all about headlines. That's where you start, especially when it comes to short attention spans. We have less, less than half a second now. It's really wild to me. That's scary. It is. It's very <laughs> scary. Yeah, that's why we all need to be training our minds, doing these practices, coming back to the present moment, to the now. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Why do you think people resist learning about coffee? Because they resist learning about themselves. That's deep. <laughs> People resist learning about copy because in order to write good copy, they have to understand their deeper motivations. They have to understand who they are and how they want to show up in the world. Mm -hmm. They have to understand how they relate to people. They have to take a good hard look at whether or not they feel confident in what they're selling. Mm -hmm. And there's also, I hear a lot of people saying, but I'm not a good writer. And I think a lot of that is leftover shame from school. And here's the thing about school. Education is great, but school teaches you. <laughs> how to be a worker. It does not teach you how to be an innovator. You are supposed to follow formulas in school and you're kind of beaten down in school. If you don't follow like a very specific way of showing up, um, in academia. And a lot of people think they're not good writers because they didn't get good grades in English class. Mm -hmm. And that's not the case at all. Copywriting is like Copywriting is understanding who you are, understanding who you're talking to, and using some proven formulas that have been around since the 1960s to, to like use as a container to fill in the blank of that information. You don't have to be a good writer to write good copy, but also like examine, examine your mindset about writing if that's something that is triggering for you. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just had this like light bulb moment about English class mm. and it's so true that they should be just 
really letting children and teenagers get in touch with their creativity. Like they're Correct. everyone is creative. And I think in that through school as well, I have the same um, mindset about school, but it, in school, we're not taught that we're all creative. It's like you're creative, you're graded on your creativity. And then we develop this mindset that we're not creative just because we don't paint some Van Gogh painting, but it's like create creativity is so much more than that, right? We're all born as creatives. And so yes. is that like, we need to transform English schools, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because in English, you know, to write an essay, the whole thing is like, follow this very specific type of writing style and make an argument with a long paragraph, right? That is not copywriting at all. That is essay writing for school. It is different. You, It's totally fine. Like if you got an F in English, great. You're probably the perfect candidate to be a copywriter because you will reject everything about that style of writing, which is not effective. That's in real true. life, period. So true. Especially, <laughs> especially today when people don't want to read long. I know. Sorry to English teachers out there. <laughs> They're just following the protocol. They are. It's okay. It's okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I know that you, is there any other tips that you have that you want to share with the listeners? Um, I know that you have some freebies available. I do have freebies available. As far as tips, I would say, again, like the thing that people ask me all the, or the people, the thing that people say all the time is cool, cool. Copywriting sounds great. sounds super important, but like where the hell do I start? Mm-hmm. Right. And um, aside from headlines, I would say start with what's called your value proposition. It's um, a really, really fabulous place to really dial in on like what makes me valuable. And like, it's going to take you quite a few tries to land on the thing that really feels like it lights your soul on fire. Here's what a value proposition is. If you are listening and there's a notebook near you or you have your phone, open your notes app, write this down. Your value proposition is the number one thing you do or sell that your ideal customer already wants that your competition doesn't offer, or they don't offer it in the same way that you do. I'm going to repeat that in case you missed it the first time. Your value proposition is the number one thing that you do or sell. So even if you sell multiple things, it's the number one moneymaker for you. It's the number one thing you do that your ideal customer already wants. Big mistake. I see people thinking that they know what people want, but it has to be something that your ideal customer is already searching on Google for. They're already having this problem that you solve. So the number one thing you do or sell that your ideal customer already wants, and the third thing that your competition doesn't offer, or they don't offer it in the same way. So I'm going to give an example because I learn best with examples. So um, I was working with a coach actually in San Diego who um, she had a, like a tagline that just said, go from surviving to thriving. And I was like, okay, well, that's not bad, but like, 
let's dig deeper. Like, what does that actually mean? Right. I'm actually going to pull up, uh, her, her profile here, her bio, because I want to make sure that I get it right. But we were like, okay, what's the number one thing that you do or sell? And she was like, well, I'm a coach. And I was like, great. What kind of coach are you? Are you a business coach? Are you a life coach? Are you a coach for women? What kind of coach are you? And we got down to the nitty gritty and I was like, okay, who are you helping? Like, who is your ideal customer and what is their problem? And what we landed on was she was like, honestly, the the people I love helping the most are people who are dealing with chronic illness or autoimmune issues, because that's what I used to have. And I love using coaching to help people with autoimmune diseases or chronic illnesses go from surviving to thriving. And I was like, awesome. Great. So you are an autoimmune life coach who helps women with chronic illnesses get stronger mentally and emotionally so they feel better overall, Mm -hmm. right? So her competition, other life coaches were not speaking to people with chronic illness. They weren't speaking to people with chronic pain. They weren't speaking to people with autoimmune disorders. By the way, this coach is Kim Roberts. I freaking love her. She's in San Diego, but she does virtual stuff. Love her, love her, love her. Um, and she's also a copy class student. So uh, yeah, so that's a, a, an example of a value proposition. Um, I'll use myself as a second example. So I'm a copywriter. There are lots of copywriters in the world, but my specialty is helping people sell without sounding salesy. A lot of people who teach copywriting are trying to teach people to become copywriters. That's not what I do. I teach entrepreneurs how to write their own copy, right? So my value proposition is I help entrepreneurs write words that sell without sounding salesy that actually sound like you. It's the first thing you see on my website. It is in my branding everywhere, sell without being salesy. So all this to say, you, listener, entrepreneurial spirit, nail your value proposition first. Everything else will fall into place after that, or at least be a lot clearer. And then, you know, like download my freebies at kelseyformost.com slash freebies. There's three to choose from. One's about building an email list. One's about three copy secrets, to triple your profits. I recommend starting there. And the third one is how to build a, um, how to optimize your social media bios. So download to your heart's content, check it out. There's lots of ways that I can help you. Amazing. Thank you for providing all of that. So valuable. <laughs> So I just want to touch on something that you said because you were reinforcing it over and over again. And that was think um about what your ideal client already wants. Yes. Already want. And I have seen that too in with people that I work with and with myself, right? Mm. There's a mindset that can be there that um they're either there's like a mindset, like a deep mindset of I have to convince them to yeah. this. Right. Yeah. Well said. Yes. Right. But they don't need to do that. Like we get to get rid of that mindset. You Correct. don't need to convince them to want it. No. They already want the thing. It's just about you finding the words that can share what your value is so mm-hmm. that they know that you have it. And they that's want right. 
they're going to buy it because you are communicating it well. Correct. Yeah. They already have the pain point. You're the solution. That's it. Amazing. Yes. So I just wanted to drill that in. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. It's so important because you're so right about that mindset. I'm definitely going to adopt that and in how I speak about this because there is that thing of like, I have to convince someone to buy like selling. I think a lot of people think convincing it's like, no, 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 not at all. You're not convincing or persuading or manipulating. That's not the energy that this is. This is people already have a problem. They're looking for a solution and you're sharing how you will solve that problem. You might not be the right person to solve the problem for them, but Mm -hmm. if you are the right person, it's going to be the easiest, the easiest purchase they ever purchased. It's the easiest yes. If it's a full body, hell yes. And it's all about being specific to the pain point that you solve and how you solve it. But that's another conversation for another day. <laughs> awesome. So do you want to share anything about copy class? I think that you covered a lot. Um, is there anything else? Sure. You want to add? Well, yeah, because um, copy class only opens twice a year. So depending on when you're hearing this, uh, it opens in usually in February and then also in October. So copy class is my signature course. It is four weeks long where we really get into exactly how to write your own high converting copy. But again, you're probably listening to this um you may not be listening to this at the time that the cart is open. So in the meantime, you can get on the wait list by going to kelseyforemost.com slash copy class. Um, if you are interested in building a business, I also have a membership that is launching in April. I'm really excited about it. It's called BYOB, Build Your Own Business. And each month we focus on one very big needle moving task in building a business. The idea is people get really overwhelmed with big courses, right? It's just like too much. You can't do It's just too much. And yet they also are like, yeah, but I want, I need to learn this stuff. I need to learn how to be an entrepreneur in addition to like learning how to be a life coach or learning how to be a gardener or whatever it is that you do. So I'm helping with the entrepreneurship side. So if you want to learn more about that membership, that is ongoing. That is every month. And it's at kelseyformost.com slash membership. There's lots of stuff on my website. Just, you know, choose your own adventure. Yes. Amazing. So last thing, one thing that I did learn from you is just that, that you don't have to have this big elaborate digital course or the content It's actually way more valuable to be super clear, super concise, bite-sized information, like knowing how people ingest information or consume so much, like they just want to know it now. Mm -hmm. And that really opened my eyes to like, oh, less is actually way more right now. And that felt really good. (laughs) I'm so glad. Yes, I know. I specifically for my signature course, because it is like a high value program that goes multi weeks, but it's like, I know that people are not going to sit down and watch all three hours at once. Like you need to have short, sweet, digestible things. And that is more valuable because people will actually learn it. Yeah. <laughs> like I would have been overwhelmed if it was longer, but mm-hmm. the way that it was, it was just very perfect for me to listen 
and to implement and I'm still implementing and it's still like, and I know that it's going to still be happening, right? It's a process. Totally. And you nailed it. You, you hit the nail on the head before we hit record Kelsey, which is that, um, like (laughs) it is an ongoing process. Implementation takes time, but it's more about learning how to think than it is about the execution, right? Like once you learn how to think everything else, like it'll come naturally to you. Once you learn how to think like a copywriter and start to be like, oh, I'm going to sit here and write as though I am my ideal customer typing the question into Google. Like that will then be how you think every time you go to create a marketing email or something. So it's about learning how to think more than it is you know, implementation takes time, but the more that you practice and the more that you like change, literally change your neural pathways, the easier it becomes. Yes. And I was telling Kelsey before we were recording that that's what really drew me in because that something that I heard you say was, I'm going to teach you to think like a copywriter and my light bulbs went off and I was like, yes, because when I want to learn from somebody that I admire, like, I want to know how they think. And if they're going to teach me that, like I'm in. So, so perfect. So good. Thank you. Thank you so much for blessing us with all your knowledge (laughs) and your value is so amazing. And, um, you can find Kelsey on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. On Instagram at Kelsey.writes, W-R-I-T-E-S. Or my website is my name, KelseyFormost.com. Love to hear from you. Let me know you heard me on here. Perfect. And then we'll put that information in the show notes. And um, if you feel called, you can take a screenshot of this episode and tag Kelsey and I, double Kelsey today. Yeah. And let us know like what you loved from this episode. We appreciate it. So thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It is my honor to be a part of your journey. If it feels aligned to you, I would so appreciate you leaving a five-star review and help enrich someone else's path by sharing this episode with a friend, a family member, or on your social media and stay tuned for the next episode.